0: Guys, we are only days removed from Kofi's loss. Against-
1: oh, what are you talking about? What? Mojo! You understand? What? When you go toe-to-toe with the beast and you survive, that's a win! Oh. We want to talk about the past. We don't talk about the past. We talk about the now and the future. Now, we just beat the Lucha Dragons. Talk uh, about that! And the present, because it's a gift.
0: Welcome to Cheap Podcast, episode number fifty-three. This is the unprofessional podcast about professional wrestling. I am your host, Dave, the Deast in the East, Rudden. and I. And in honor of our Patreon, I'm Henry. People power,
1: Gilbert. Uh, so oh, it's God, John is the worst.
0: This is the first Cheap Podcast to take place in the post-Patreon era. Yeah. Um, so, like we've done already, we've put a, a wrestling commentary on our Patreon. For anyone who supports us at $10 or above, we do bi weekly wrestling commentaries. Watch a classic wrestling match with us. Yeah, we've, twice a month.
1: Yeah, the first one's already been out. It was
0: Daniel Bryan and John Cena at SummerSlam uh-huh. 13, which you and I were both at. Yeah, and uh, coming soon is HBK versus uh, Triple H at SummerSlam 2002. You guys are getting the first reveal right here <laughs> on Cheap podcast because where else would you get it?
1: Yeah, and it's shared with every
0: patron who gives ten
1: dollars or more. About so, yes, yeah.
0: and I want to th- I want to thank the the people for you know supporting me when I first did the uh, the commentary for our fiftieth episode. That's kind of what sparked the idea to do it for Patreon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I- I've enjoyed doing it so far. We're still going to do bi-weekly normal episodes as we've been doing all year. Yeah, or sorry, this weekend we had some really uh, great wrestling stuff going on, including oh the, my God, yeah. the Beast in the East WWE special which was way better than I thought it would be.
1: Absolutely. Well... (laughs) This was maybe the biggest, not counting their New Year's show that New Japan does every Mm -hmm. year. I think this was the biggest wrestling weekend in Japan all year because WWE had their house shows, including The Beast in the East. Mm -hmm. And then they also, at the same time, New Japan had multiple shows, including their equivalent of SummerSlam called Dominion. So yeah, they had, which had a bunch of big title matches in it. And so this was a huge weekend for for Japanese wrestling. I told my friend in Japan, like, dude, you should have... You live in Osaka. Yeah. <laughs> go to the go to the Dominion yeah. show, man. And it was like a eleven thousand person sellout at it. It was wow. great.
0: Uh, let's start with the WWE show that had absolutely no Japanese wrestlers uh, taking part. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad. Uh, but starting with an un- unadvertised match, there was only two that we knew of beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think what. It may have been the best match of the show. It, it you know, It's up there. It's either yeah, the, be- it the was best of the second best, I think it was tied. Which is uh, Chris Jericho against Neville. Mm-hmm. Or he put it a little below. Yeah, anyway. I mean, my expectations were not that big at uh-huh. the start, unlike Chris Jericho, who was a little bit bigger than than normal. <laughs> uh, and it was a little bit sloppy, but it really yeah. it built itself up to a really like fever pitch, and Jericho well, is, he- is hitting a little bit harder than he usually yeah. does.
1: Well, I think Jericho... He's an older dude now. He's been in the business as long. Like he's when he's on the road, he's the longest time veteran yeah. with them. Like he's nobody currently regularly wrestling with them has mm-hmm. wrestled longer than him. maybe technically Triple H if you count him. But really Jericho like got started up around the same time as trip. And yeah. and Jericho made a name for himself in Japan. Like if you yeah. read his book, he talks his first book. He talks up a ton of his time in Japan. Uh, wrestling with Frontier Martial Arts and War, Mm -hmm. which was really strange to hear. Like, Cole references that on the commentary. He brings up that he wrestled for Frontier Martial Arts, which was like, that is such an inside reference. Yeah. And such a, um, it's another promotion. That's something I had heard people say uh, online, Vince McMahon must not have been coaching them during this one. Like, he must not have been in their ear, because they were throwing out some stuff that was like, didn't seem yeah. very
0: Vincey. I think it's a Triple H thing where he's like, I don't want to not acknowledge these guys' pasts. Mm-hmm. The the Finn Balor had a documentary. It aired in three parts on NXT, and I think that, then I think they combined them all together to be its own half hour special. Yeah, and they they talk about his New Japan work and all, like mm-hmm. his his time as a uh, uh, Prince Devitt.
1: Yeah, because when you ignore the history of everything else that goes on before, then it makes the matches less important. Yeah. and so. You recognize that history and I I think too that Jericho mm-hmm. knows the Japanese fans, they expect a little more. Yeah. Like New Japan, they push themselves so hard in their mm-hmm. matches. They have they have such hard hitting matches that they Jericho knew he couldn't give his fans, especially on a televised match, yeah. anything too little. Though he was a little sloppy at the start. Yeah. There were definitely a couple times where I was like, they're stopping to say what they're supposed to do.
0: But I I did like how and I, I don't know if this was Jericho just kind of just acknowledging it, that it's not, like, maybe this isn't on TV, mm. I'm going to play to the crowd more. Oh, he did do
1: that a lot, yeah. yeah. He, he constantly was like, come on, guys, I yeah. want to hear
0: it. Like, you never see that, at, you don't see that on a Raw. Yeah, and much. especially when it says a distinct audience is the Japanese, mm-hmm. who are a bit quieter, but, like, will show their respect when there's, like, a good sequence. You know, the break in well, the action will be punctuated by them, like, applauding well, for
1: let Well, let's talk about that, though, yeah. real quick, because... You know that's I think definitely if you watched '80s -hmm. uh, wrestling matches from Japan, you'd see total silence Mm -hmm. until they picked up at the end. But uh, like when I watch uh, New Japan matches, sometimes they do like start chanting stuff. Like they start, they will start chanting Tanahashi, Tanahashi, to the point where like AJ Styles will like look at the crowd and say "Shut up!" (laughs) But uh, but they don't they don't really chant like WWE fans though. But in this event, they were they were regular viewers of Raw, yeah. and they knew the chance you're supposed to do. They, they knew did, that this is awesome. They did this has, is awesome in yeah. that
0: match. They yeah. did. Let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. <laughs> Which I don't think they they, they uh, really thought the Cena sucks half. No, they, they had so many so many fans the, there. That,
1: yeah, that was the most Cena fans per capita they yeah. probably had in a, <laughs> at a televised event mm-hmm. in a long time, yeah. a long time. Uh, yeah, but the match. I also was annoyed that. There was a break for it, but when you hit a modified mm-hmm. top rope ish finisher, yeah. you hit a code breaker from a jump. That is that is exponentially the the psychology yeah. of wrestling is that is exponentially harder than it <laughs> than another one and so than a regular yeah. one and that should have been a pinfall. He's he pinned. No. He pinned Bray with a regular one of those.
0: Yeah, but I, like the argument is that he was so tired that it took him longer to. It wasn't an immediate pin. It was like a crawl over yeah. to get the pin, and Which it was felt like, a, like
1: that. They that's because Jericho knew you're going to kick out of this, so I got to give an excuse here and take yeah. a little time. But,
0: but uh, it led to a really great ending, as I pointed out, I mean, and as and Michael
1: uh, Michael Cole correctly, I almost called mm-hmm. Michael Sarah, <laughs> as Michael Cole correctly pointed out. He won with the lion tamer, yeah. not the walls of Jericho. I mean, yeah. there's a difference between those two moves. Yeah, and like, we still
0: got to see a red arrow, which just yeah. blocked by knees.
1: He, the the lion tamer is on the crook of the neck. Mm-hmm. Your neck is bent, and it actually looks a lot more painful than just a standing Boston crab. Like yeah. I always felt, the lion tamer looks so much more. It painful. does look really cool. And for him to show that off to his old fans, like is in in Japan, they know him for the lion tamer. They yeah. don't know him for the walls of Jericho. So. Yeah. Yeah, I love seeing that
0: he was—he was like Lionheart there too. Yeah. Like you. So anyway, though, realistically, wouldn't Jericho's knees have hurt so much in blocking a move like that? That that going immediately yeah. into the Lion Tamer would be like torture.
1: Well, that's you know the Japanese fighting spirit. He uh, was okay. Just like oh, he rallied and mm-hmm. he was able to do it. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of fighting spirit, there wasn't a lot of it in the next match. Nikki Bella against oh. Paige and Tamina, Ooh. which actually, you know what, it was better. It was another slow starter, and most of the slowness was on account of Tamina.
1: So this was this was a house show match, like this. it was.
0: And I think once it started, I'm like, the, the title's not changing hands because I'm betting this was set in place before they knew it was going to be televised. Yeah. And anytime there's a house show, titles are on the line because they know they're not going to change hands. Mm-hmm. So like w- once I saw the WWE championship banner, I'm like, it's not gonna cha- it's not going to change hands here because for one thing, the WWE se- seems extremely intent on making sure that uh Nikki Bella breaks AJ Lee's record. They're saying she's getting close to 300 or something yeah. like yeah. And that yeah, it definitely
1: seems like Nikki's just going to break the record just mm-hmm. so they don't have to refer to hated enemy AJ Lee. Like, yeah. They have a bad break from the company, your history doesn't matter. Like yeah. you're you're nobody to them. Which like that damages them. Like yeah. WWE WWE has all the history they want, it just depends on what they recognize, mm-hmm. you know. But I think like, they
0: realize they can only they can only eclipse one of those title reigns there's no way some somebody's gonna hold the wwe title for over 430 days
1: yeah 434 yeah and it 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 was gonna be anybody it would have been brock
0: did did that really count because he he would have defended it what like five in 335
1: days he defended it eight times tops like (laughs) yeah Nah, it wouldn't really count. I mean, it needed to be... That that title reign lasted longer than it probably should have anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, he held it for so, so long with, like, four defenses, yeah. you know? And I'm also glad that that SummerSlam match didn't go the way it was supposed to because it was was supposed to be Daniel Bryan there, and he would have been Mm -hmm. like... If he wasn't injured before that SummerSlam match, he would have been afterwards. Oh, but Tamina was in that apparently because Naomi had to miss the trip because she had a personal family thing, so... Unfortunately, that was uh, sad news for Naomi. Yeah. I hope everything's fine. But yeah, so would have been better match for Naomi. Tamina, Tamina wasn't even that sloppy. No, she
0: was a little bit at the beginning, but even she, like, at the end, like, she was throwing out some pretty tough clotheslines yeah yeah and there took were, the, the pin which there, is there were a of, number of lariats yeah, yeah. uh
1: but yeah and she well of course she was gonna be the one that took yeah the pin, but yeah. also it seemed like Paige was wearing her on the road gear which was like it was not her fancier demonic star mm-hmm. it was just a regular top and a yeah. regular pants actually it's more of a push-up top honestly like she's she's, she's <laughs> she, she, like she's a small breasted girl, but yeah.
0: that's okay mm-hmm. uh, but yeah so i think that's what she's wearing on uh tough enough Oh yeah, she's I forgot one, she's a judge. on yeah.
1: that, not she? I need. I should watch that show. Yeah, you don't Here, really. It's kind of
0: bullshit. The the post show stuff on WWE network network is way better, and they recap the show well enough that it's like oh, okay, yeah, kinda, that's why I heard that the network shows yeah. a better. And show like anymore. the Miz is kind of a better host for the show than Jericho. Yeah, was. he would be like yeah, because yeah, he was on the, he was on tough enough. He was on reality shows before. He knows like hey, give me the dish on what you said. Uh, yeah, actually, house. he should
1: say like, look, Jericho, you may even have twice the experience of mm. me. On this, but I've been on more reality shows than you. I've been on like a dozen reality shows. So yeah. that is what they hired man, it's watching that old botch of him of Miz oh, yes, mixing so up good. his num the phone number. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was painful. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah, that Divas match. Okay. yeah. Whatever. And
0: the one thing that I don't think they accounted for because again, Japanese audience used to was originally set to be a house show. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this match, because we didn't really watch all of the main event with John Cena, this match had the most blatant uh, calling of moves out loud. Oh yeah, which yeah. You, like they've been mainstays on um, on Matthews' Botchamania. Uh, uh Everybody talks Nikki too much. Shouts so loud. I, I heard yeah, especially. I heard a feud during this match. Yeah, um, I can't wait to watch the next Botchamania and yeah. see it all there. Up next was Brock Lesnar versus <laughs> Kofi Kingston, uh, the Beast versus. Uh, the East. Ooh, uh, I, don't, I don't know I what Kofi will be. East Ghana, I yeah. suppose.
1: <laughs> uh, boy, this was. So, the run up to this, they had an ad, uh, uh, an online thing where the, they were talking about how, with the power of positivity, Kofi was going to beat Brock. Like, yeah. he couldn't beat the positivity. Once that match started, you're like, well, this will be eight seconds. Mm-hmm. And, like, they just need a guy who can take the fall from. Yeah. From Brock suplexing them, like, and it was a Saturday night shotgun or shotgun yeah. Saturday night squash match or something. Like, yeah. this was not the type of match you used to see. But yeah, but uh, Kofi Kofi got like three good yeah. hits in that. That Brock one hundred percent no sold or 90 percent yeah. no
0: sold. Yeah, there was one. I think there was like one drop kick where he was staggered a little bit, mm-hmm. and then one drop kick where he just like brushed it off. Like,
1: well, so I like briefly about Brock's no selling mm-hmm. abilities in general, like. Hogan just does it like you didn't hit me. Mm. Or a classic no selling is just like uh what Sting would do where he mm. would just like stand right back up and yeah. look in your face and then go like and mm. then or no he beat his chest and yeah. scream. Uh but that's not what Brock does. Like yeah. when he no sells he doesn't like he got hit with something that didn't hurt but in, yeah. in UFC, but he's just like, Oh, you hit me, walk walk he takes a few quick steps and then mm-hmm. recovers immediately and has an angry look on his face. Like yeah. it just seems more real. Yeah. And it also the no selling there is just like, Oh, you actually tried to hurt me, I'm going to destroy you now. I was <laughs> gonna be a little nice, I will destroy you. And and he did, man. <laughs> there
0: uh, and there's one or two suplexes that were pretty nasty.
1: Kofi took mostly good suplexes, but his first one he mm-hmm. took was just oh, like yeah. that was your neck. That was on your neck, Kofi. That was not your back. Like yeah. there is there is the safe German suplex that, mm-hmm. that Brock does most of the time, which is the makes it so you hit the lower or mm-hmm. the uh like around the shoulder blades instead of the base of the neck. Mm-hmm. And though that's not a classic German suplex. It mm-hmm. is the better one if you want people to not injure their necks, yeah. but it's not it's not classic German suplexes. Mm. Though then again, uh, the generation of stars mm. who did 40 German suplexes in a match, mm. they're not doing so good right now. Yeah. But yeah, he destroyed him and I did I was one last thing about that match that I didn't like that yeah. Xavier should be ripped apart. He mm. should be ripped apart like tissue paper by Brock. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Biggie is their bruiser. Let him get one hit in. Yeah, that would have been he, nice. He shouldn't be as disposable as Xavier Woods.
0: That's all. I mean, ideally, he should have been the one fighting Brock. It would have been a little bit better, and it wouldn't have been like it would have also been that same. This is predestined. We know. We know Brock is going to win. It'll be a little bit longer and mm-hmm. a little bit more of a brutal fight. But like I did, yeah, I didn't want to see someone like Bray Wyatt or so, like someone who's or like even hi- Cesaro. Or yeah, whatever. where it's like this guy probably shouldn't be tossed tossed away like that whereas mm-hmm. biggie he's in a he's in a stable now that's fighting for the tag team championship so it's not that big of a waste if he's the one who loses in this match mm-hmm. but yeah I, I agree he she probably should have gotten a little bit more than the other two guys um yeah i know i i gotta say i liked during the match kind of uh, a showcase for what will happen at uh, battleground mm-hmm. where kofi is great at getting caught like yeah. getting caught in midair so like for a match that was two minutes and forty one seconds long according to Wikipedia, <laughs> the amount of times he just like got caught in midair and like either suplexed or or like flown into a death five, pretty remarkable for such a short match. Yeah, but I mean he is supposed to be
1: uh oh what's the name of the ultimate villain from Mortal Kombat, the one who sits on the throne most of the time. Shao <laughs> Kahn? Yeah, he's the Shao Kahn of WWE. Yeah. Like he, he does need to just show up and clown a dude. Like mm-hmm. if it takes if he can eat three AAs and, mm-hmm. and then just get up and leave the ring and not even be pinned from mm-hmm. that, then Kofi should be meaningless to him. And so, yeah. yeah. And, and he mugged for the Japanese fans, and Japan loves him. Like, he was brought in... I don't know if uh, the listeners know yeah. his history in Japan, but he was a big deal there. When he, when he quit WWE, he went to New Japan after he failed out of yeah. uh, the a- NFL, a- at the Vikings. He tried to join the Vikings. He was on their, mm-hmm. like, secondary team, <laughs> and then yeah. cut. But, so he had a no compete clause for wrestling, but he then went to Japan and it turned out, he says like him and WWE had a disagreement of like, you can't wrestle in America versus you can't wrestle anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to new Japan. He wins their title, wins the WGP mm-hmm. title and leaves with it because Brock is a testy yeah. guy and got pissed off about something. Then they have a tournament to crown the new IGP champion, and that was Kurt Angle who mm-hmm. won the interim belt, who then faced Brock when they when New Japan finally made up with Brock, then Kurt Angle faced Brock in an, in an IWGP Championship unification match, and he beat Brock.
0: Oh man, I gotta and, we, I gotta watch this one because yeah. it's also the their only follow up to I guess like yeah they, they the didn't only... fight yeah they didn't fight again after Mania. Oh, oh no, they
1: did. Oh, they, they had did? that SmackDown Iron Man match. Oh right, right, that was an incredible match, one of yeah. the best SmackDown matches ever, and yeah, it's. It's also such a brutal match. You'd never see a match like that in WWE now. But yeah, they, those two have such amazing chemistry, and it makes me sad to think Kurt will never face him again, yeah. probably.
0: Well, like, if anyone can get suplexed, it's Kurt Angle at this was, point. But he probably said, like, I'm tough enough for it. Yeah. Fuck you. I could do it. That's why WWE hasn't hired. Him. And, yeah. I also liked at the start of the match. We were all worried, like, oh, there's no New Day. Like mm. he, like, why wouldn't they have come out with Kofi in the first place? Yeah. And I was, I was worried that Xavier Woods didn't get to go to Japan because I know he likes video oh games. God, and yeah. like, I'm like, when he came out, I'm like, yeah, he got to go to Japan. Apparently, they were in the dark matches before the show. They yeah, and so was Cesaro, which really pisses Boo. me
1: off. That's oh. bullshit, man. I boy, yeah. I am hoping, like, just like Dolph. I hope Cesaro quits and joins New Japan. Mm. Like that if they're really gonna to do shit with Cesaro who could be a main
0: event guy. Well they the brought him to Japan, future. that's one thing. Whatever. <laughs> and, like it's all yeah, I
1: I but you're right, I didn't even think about that. I feel so good for Xavier. Yeah. He is such a such a fanboy,
0: such an otaku. Yeah.
1: For him to get to go to Japan and explore and yeah, he must have <laughs> I bet he had an awesome time.
0: Yeah. Uh so moving on to what should have been the main event.
1: Let's just consider
0: it the yeah, main event. This last match that we watched in full. Yes. Uh Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor for the NXT title. Great start with all the streamers and it was a, uh, uh
1: yeah, in yeah. general, it was a classic Japanese style match. Yeah,
0: and then the 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 flower girls at the beginning and mm-hmm. Kevin Owens just tossing his down the ramp, which was great. That was so And the audience that's something too like in America,
1: I feel like that wouldn't have got as big a thing, but a sign of like disrespect yeah. to the like even dramatic disrespect that you clearly yeah. doesn't mean, but you're just being a dick. But then just going like "fuck all of you" and then yeah. throwing the That's throwing great. away their respect. Like the audience really cared. They were like they, they like legit booed him. Mm-hmm. I think that was that was a good touch see kevin owens knows how to be hated he is so yeah. good at that
0: he should have uh fujinami, Katsumi, fujinami yeah. he should have given uh kevin owens his business card and then if kevin Owens just ripped it up <laughs> that would have been great oh my god that I, would have been great. i've committed so many business card faux pas in japan yeah. like the few trips i've had like i always realized oh, i shouldn't have done that i shouldn't have done that. I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have i shouldn't have taken that card and put it in my pocket. That's the worst. Well, if you put it... Was it your back pocket? No, it was my front pocket. Okay. Uh, I mean, back pocket's the worst. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like you saying, I'm
1: wiping my butt with your thing.
0: I also forgot my business cards one year, Ooh. so I went to like their Kinko's or wherever and probably got the, the thinnest business cards I've ever owned, and that was probably also pretty disrespectful. This is just slightly thicker than a regular piece of loose-leaf paper. It's like, <laughs> I'm surprised it's not wilting in your hands. But, like, that's my business card. I don't matter. Yeah. Yeah, so bad.
1: Eh, whatever. But, yeah, that, so I feel like this match would have 100% been Hideo Itami. Yeah. And him but Hideo got injured and I feel so bad for Hideo. And all
0: he did was sit in the audience. Didn't yeah. like didn't shake anybody's hand, didn't do anything in the ring. Like I understand you don't don't do anything physical, but mm-hmm. come in the ring and raise a uh, well, raise Balor's I, hand. I've been
1: thinking about this. They they
0: they didn't have to show him
1: at yeah. all. And having Tatsumi Fujinami shake Finn's hand at the end. Yeah. I think they are setting up for Uh, Hideo to come back and be the bad guy and be pissed at Finn taking his spot. Yeah. And because like storyline wise you go back technically Hideo brought in Finn like he was like I'm bringing my friend from Japan to face you guys. And so they have all the footage they need to cut Mm -hmm. into it like if they're long term planning I think they are. And you know Hideo's maybe better as a bad guy right now. Mm, He won't be more of a good guy than Finn.
0: Yeah. I guess the only like,
1: and if and if Kevin Owens is going to be gone, they need some more bad guys.
0: Yeah, the, the the one like lingering plot thread is like, all right, Kevin Owens isn't around anymore. He he was probably originally supposed to be the guy who assaulted uh, Itami in the yeah. parking lot, and they could make that Finn Balor, but I don't, I don't think people would like would buy uh, it that, that Finn Finn's, Balor would do something Finn's like that. He's the good uh, guy. Yeah, man. like yeah, and he I, just. It. Maybe that'll, yeah. that'll be the, the or that move. somebody
1: did it on Kevin Owens's behalf or yeah. like I don't know they told the uh, it wouldn't be Prince Pretty they wouldn't keep doing that for yeah. those two though I hope I hope Tyler Breeze gets to move up some but they telegraphed real hard that mm-hmm. he was gonna win it like they all those all those vignettes they don't talk up about yeah. how awesome Finn is beforehand then meanwhile Kevin is basically just a raw talent anyway he's mm-hmm. barely on NXT and then on top of that. Finn's not going to lose to Kevin twice, not if they want him to be the future of the. Yeah. He he is a superstar. Like he could be on Raw right now. Like yeah. the, the future of, the future of WWE is Kevin and Finn mm-hmm. and Sammy and and Seth Rollins is already the future. Yeah. Like that's that's what the they are. Like they and and the future is so bright for WWE. I'm so glad you look back at the. The mid two thousands talent they had mm. just like all these shit guys who were just giants who couldn't wrestle that yeah. that John Laurinaitis loved or whatever yeah. and they didn't stick around yeah, yeah. Seamus is one of the very few that did yeah that uh, Bob Holly brings it up in his book that they brought in all these guys like Bobby Lashley yeah. and uh, what other muscle heads like more right? Mess- and- yeah Hayden right, yeah like all these guys that like couldn't move mm-hmm. but they were just beast people who were just terrible and. And then after a year, after they beat all the vets, they're like, yeah. "Man, we're, we don't want to be here anymore." Like, yeah, this is hard. This isn't fun. They they just followed in Brock's footsteps. But uh, anyway, to the match. Yeah, Devitt Devit is Japanese trained. Like he is mm-hmm. as he's a, as Japanese a wrestler as one can be. I'd say he he, you know, he's from he's from Ireland, mm-hmm. but he he was a young boy. He trained as a young boy, uh, aka like mm-hmm. wrestling intern, which yeah. is. People say is hellacious, like the the hardest training of any wrestling. Like they are cruel, cruel, even more so than old school. Yeah, uh, what you hear about American wrestling, like they say they're they are cruel as hell. They're
0: like the, they're guys. the ones that like wipe down the mats and stuff after mats. Yeah, they're the guys and, wiping and down, and down the mats. are the stuff.
1: guys coming out with the dudes yeah. to the ring and you all get the same haircut like oh, wow uh that's something too if they they give them a uniform at least this is how it works in new japan mm-hmm. i don't know if it's everyone but in new japan they're called young lions mm-hmm. when they get to start wrestling but you don't get to have a real look you mm-hmm. have the same black hair haircut mm-hmm. usually no facial hair or black black uh shorts mm-hmm. black boots and that's it. You, like you yeah. get you have to look as unremarkable as possible.
0: And usually treated as jobbers too, right? Yeah,
1: you're the jobber. Like that's also the strange thing to me that like it's so backwards from American style, which is if you're bringing in somebody, they win their first <clears throat> match to show yeah. they're not a loser. Even the guy who's like like say Rico <clears throat> or whoever, you know, they'd at least get to or Santino. They had to <clears throat> win their first match. They'll be a joke later yeah. and lose a bunch, but you got to show them win their first match. Yeah, unlike
0: well, I mean, Bo Dallas and Adam Rose won their first match. Yeah. I sad I just mentioned two NXT guys <laughs> in the, before this match. Uh, but
1: but meanwhile in Japan, like at least from what I've seen in New Japan. You lose and you lose and you lose. You take the losing fall, and mm-hmm. they celebrate your first victory. You're like, this guy finally got their first win. Mm-hmm. They're moving up. Like Man. this person's done well enough that he finally gets to have a win. And, and facial hair, yeah, and facial <laughs> hair. Though there's actually one of my favorite dudes in in uh, New Japan right now. His name is Shibata, mm-hmm. and his style is that he never he he graduated from being a young mm-hmm. lion. Mm-hmm and he still dresses the same like, ah. and so he's like no I'm Mr. No Nonsense I and part of his no nonsense thing is like he kicks as hard as he can mm. and you look at it and you go like that just hurts like you're ju- like you're not there's no give to that at all you're just kicking people in the face yeah anyway yeah the match had a real japanese style not just the streamers mm. not just the the uh, the flowers but like there was a count out spot of throw the dude out and wait for him to come back in for the to beat yeah. the count out and there was playing to the crowd in a way they do in in only in Japanese matches. Plus, yeah. that he had you know demon stuff written on his back and an yeah. oni on his back, like that was. I called cool the uh,
0: the emoticon. Yeah. I, that's all oh, yeah. I know it from. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the it's, angry emoticon.
1: I know it as the oni, the Japanese demon spirit, ah. which is uh, made famous by one of my favorite mangas, um, Urasaito, which ah. is about goofy. It's a comedy manga about onis, but anyway. Yeah, that, and Kevin Owens is still the best. I, it almost feels like a waste for him to leave NXT mm-hmm. so soon. It shows yeah. It shows that he is a a rocket ship shooting straight to the stars. Yeah. He is doing so good. And like this is his second ever, well, actually, his third ever loss. He lost that tag
0: match on NXT in the mm-hmm. lead-up to this. But Which that's what made me think that maybe Owens will win this match mm-hmm. because he needs some sort of momentum going into... His, uh, John Cena match like yeah. losing three matches in a row basically is losing momentum Yeah, especially because I'm like alright so if he wins then they got to do this feud another month while they do the rematch yeah. Which makes me think are they really gonna do four straight I mean on, Cena, Rusev. Cena, Cena is the guy who got who does four straight pay per view matches with guys and yeah. that'll that'll be a little bit of a drag, but I well, mean that, if anyone's least, gonna be good in four straight matches with Cena it's I like that,
1: that puts Cena on like Cena Island and like okay
0: <laughs> you're Cena
1: has his own world, he yeah. and he he just kind of gets like main event amnesia. He's like, yeah. eh, nah, whatever. What is a world title? Who is the authority? I don't know. Yeah, Who cares? and
0: it, it, if they're gonna have a good blow off, it'll be at SummerSlam. I would. Yeah, imagine. exactly.
1: Yeah. I, though I hope I hope Kevin wins both of them. Like he needs to. Him winning the U.S. belt and then he starts yeah. doing the open challenge. The thing is, as a bad guy, why would you do the open challenge unless yeah, that he's makes like, sense. well, unless he's so full of himself, he's just like, I am the best. I'll have an open yeah. challenge right now.
0: But his whole thing with the NXT title has been like. I'll defend it when I'm ordered to and not at any other time. You
1: don't deserve the title. Yeah. yeah. I am sad that it wasn't Sammy that took the belt back from him and that Sammy didn't get his big win. Yeah. But just the what didn't work out, man. Mm -hmm. Didn't work out. His injuries, all that stuff. Just these injuries are bringing me down, man. My three favorites (laughs) that over WrestleMania weekend, I got to see my uh, well, actually, I didn't get to see Sammy wrestle. I got to see Sammy talk. But I got to see him, got to see Hideo, got to see Daniel
0: Bryan, mm. and then they're all just fucked right Well, now. we'll talk about like stuff like that in the second half. All but right. we'd have one more match to get to. And oh, one th- really. Yeah. Well, one thing I wanted to say about the owens Ballard match was I loved Owens' spot of uh, basically starting a running attack and then leading it right into a headlock. <laughs> that was, which was so great. That was so yeah. great.
1: He's such a dick. For like, all of
0: like the – like, he does have high-impact moves, like mm-hmm. his pop Power powerbomb and the rolling thing into the corner – he still busts out like chin locks and stuff when he knows like, I'm, I think I'm going to get the fans on my side for a second here. Let yeah. me stop that. Me I'm being too that. exciting. I got
1: to get the fans away from it. But yeah, because yeah. his, his cannonball, the pop-up powerbomb, they're big moves yeah. and they're exciting moves to see. And so he's got a – and then the way he looks at the audience like, yeah, I'm doing another headlock. I'm yeah. making this boring. F you like yeah. – and people boo it in the right way. I think people boo it in the wrong way and yeah. say Randy Orton does it. Yeah,
0: they're just like "fuck you, Randy" for being boring, boring, <laughs> boring. And yeah, the celebration at the end was just like amazing. Yeah, like, it was amazing. Celebrating in Japan because he is the most he is the most Japanese wrestler they have on the roster, basically. Other than Hideo, yeah, obviously. Yeah, he
1: totally is, and I'm glad. I'm glad that Finn. Finn, I bet he'll be at WrestleMania next year. Like, I think. I don't know how long they're going to sit on him in NXT. Once he's gone in NXT, NXT had an amazing roster for like about two two months. Yeah. And now it's pretty weak. Actually, for that one night, well, if Hideo hadn't been injured, for yeah. that one night, they would have had Hideo, yeah. Finn, Sammy, Kevin, and Samoa Joe. Yeah. Now is Samoa Joe not going to face Kevin Owens much now? Eh, guess, probably not. Yeah, it's too bad.
0: I feel like he's going to probably stay down there for a while because they, they need to keep that roster stacked as well.
1: Oh, we didn't even mention this was in Korokken Hall Sumo Hall, which is like the famous mm-hmm. wrestling spot like it's the it's the Madison Square Garden of Japan, which also means it's not much like Madison Square Garden. It is hardly the biggest venue, but Yeah, but it looked great. It has
0: it looks great. It has so much history there too. Yeah, I loved like little things like they're like people sit in a way where their feet are like hanging over the rafters yeah like, that was neat and like yeah just the stuff in the background which I didn't see as much during the TNA thing because like they Ugh. probably didn't sell it out so they had to like darken yeah, like, it everybody a go it go over here like yeah,
1: yeah. Ugh, boy we should and, talk a little bit and, about TNA later but
0: and then uh the the I think the crowd itself was a little bit more ap- Boisterous during the final match, which mm-hmm. was we didn't watch all of, but it was John Cena and Dolph Ziggler against uh, King Barrett and Kane. Yeah,
1: so this was like the most house showiest finale they could have. Yeah, and it was super long when it didn't a tag need match. To be. That didn't really need it. Cena was like hamming it up yeah. so hard, which you know that's he's the king of house shows. Like he makes sure yeah. everybody feels like their house show is worth it. So he he does a great job and he celebrates like he gives a shit. But yeah. Uh, but still, it was just like, eh, like Kane and Wade Barrett. Like it's yeah. the jobber. That's, those are both ma- main event jobbers. Like, yeah, I
0: think before the main event, we were like, like, we're bringing up, we're talking about like, oh, you know, the main event is Dolph Ziggler and John Cena against Kane, and I forget who else it was. And <laughs> none of you guys thought it was King Barrett because he's that's he's that low on the totem pole that he really yeah. shouldn't be in a main event. I thought it'd
1: be Big Show or whatever. Yeah. but but he's apparently not in the authority yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah, I it's mean It's
0: an okay match, I suppose the, the ending was a very house show ending Where it's like One tag member's finisher Into another tag member's finisher mm. And of course King Barrett Takes them both Because he is the biggest loser In this match Yep Then the excessive celebration At ringside And I think someone saw That Dolph was literally saying Like, we've got to stretch this out
1: <laughs> Yeah, Dolph It was like looking to walk to the back And then he like looked at Cena and was like, Stretch, yeah. stretch and then they slap more hands at ringside. Like, yeah, let's uh, celebrate some more. Yeah.
0: There's a bunch of uh kids crying at ringside wearing Cena gear. Okay.
1: Oh, <laughs> there were there was a lot of Cena, gear, a lot of Cena on, gear on display there. And a couple we saw a couple of uh, Dolph shirts too. Yeah. I bet Dolph you know, Cena's Cena's involved, but I bet Dolph mm. is as a single man well, Kate babies <laughs> with Lana, but right. Lana wasn't there that weekend. Yeah. I bet he I bet Dolph had some good times in Japan. <laughs> I bet you I, that's, that was a big part of Jericho's book, ta- him talking up, like, as a young single guy, Japan. All, the, all the fangirls he got in Japan. He ah. said that, like, one of his grosser <laughs> stories, that I was like, dude, you don't yeah. have to, you don't have to uh, brag this much. But one of his grosser stories was that he would stay, he'd, they'd all stay at the hotel, be mm-hmm. the wrestler's hotel. Mm-hmm. And the, the biggest fans, the women, would know what hotel he was in. And so the women would be down there and, like, call up to their rooms. And so it was, like, basically room service for women. Like, if he, he was, like, <laughs> eh, fans down there, eh, send her up. Yeah. And then it just, like, boom, there. <laughs> the like, instant just free sex with a fan. One he uh, doesn't even have to <laughs> go anywhere to get it. Like can they you get
0: can, one I mean, that's 5'2"? Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling that high tonight.
1: <laughs> well, he also told in his story that he didn't open the door when he saw one girl was not as pretty as he would oh. have liked.
0: Which <laughs> that's a little mean, Aww. I'd
1: say but what like yeah come on jericho finish the job like you yeah. called him up like you know just get yeah. go fast get it over <laughs> with but you owe her at that uh. point all right well well, anyway.
0: uh, well we owe you some mid year awards which we're going to give you during the second half of this episode of cheap podcast we'll be right back
1: hulk hogan's rockin
2: wrestling will return after these messages
0: Welcome to the break for Cheap Podcast episode number fifty-three. Hang, this is recorded in like hours after hours we did it. But uh, you know, I, I like to give people a little bit more during the breaks. We usually recap the rots of pay per view. In this case, there was a raw tonight, the week before, the week before pay per view. So <laughs> the road to battleground, yeah, very straight, not fun road. I don't know. I'm well, looking at. at Rock re- was supposed to be on this episode. Yeah, he was on it. Um, his big contribution is that so he, we
1: haven't watched it. You're reading the. I'm you're reading, reading the, the results
0: from Up Rock. His big thing was the destroying the, the days were
1: numbered on that car man yeah. the second you get the second you get a car it's going to be destroyed that's the same as like Hey, have this cake, wrestler! Mm-hmm. Like that cake, no one's
0: gonna eat that cake. Yeah, so you, I guess their watches are gonna be next. Their yeah.
1: sponsored Apple watches.
0: <laughs> Lesnar also broke Jimmy Noble's arm and suplexed Ooh. Joey Mercury onto the car. Ooh, yeah, ouch! So that, that'll be that'll be an interesting thing to watch at least.
1: Man, that uh, I forgot
0: they still have to like recognize his kayfabe arm breaker. It's yeah. just like, has broken. I guess four arms at this point. Yeah. Big Show defeated Ryback. And Miz was like making, like egging them on to beat up each other, so he'd stand a chance in the triple, triple threat match. Fucking
1: Ryback, yeah. just like he better have a definitive win on this goddamn show. because yeah. like, oh, uh, you know what?
0: You're right. Big Show won by DQ. By, yeah, well, because the Miz attacks him at course. the end of the match. God,
1: this is like Nitro. Hang yeah. On. Anyway.
0: Uh, Brie Bella defeated Paige um, okay. w- with Alicia Fox doing a distraction and then oh. joining him afterwards on the a attack. distraction
1: roll-up, eh? Yep. I heard Brie... Splitter pants. I did read that on that oh. uh, that is pants Tour. <laughs> I don't know. She's oh. I, once I saw she had those tattoos, she moved up on my who's mm-hmm. the hotter bella? Nikki's still number 1,
0: but. Oh, so breeze pants split or That's what they pants? that's what the internet Yeah, it makes more sense. It was like how uh, pages a lot of pants can split. It seems mm-hmm. very difficult. Sheamus defeated uh, Roman Reigns. Ooh. Which uh, Oh no, but it was by count out. So uh, it's that's, that's slightly above the v- VQ on um most so Bray Wyatt's just been doing his like horror movie shtick with him, like I'm <laughs> threatening your daughter. And then Randy Orton attacked Sheamus afterwards. <laughs> so that's that's their feud. Sheamus and Randy that, Orton sh- is the fucking. Yeah.
1: Oh, so sick of that already.
0: Ziggler and Lana made out in front of Rusev, who attacked Ziggler with his crutches and said that he's healed. So mm. apparently they'll have their match soon. I thought it was. I thought it was like his yeah, injury I was way being longer. Being injured
1: longer. Well, you know that. Uh, I don't know. I got to say, Dolph seems like the bad guy at this point. Like, mm-hmm. making out in front of Rusev all the time. Like, he seems like a jerk.
0: Dean Ambrose beat Bo Dallas. That's all they had about that. So I'm guessing it's not yeah. that much of a... I, I hope Dean Bo Ambrose... Dallas got to do some uh, insulting mic work. Yeah, I hope like he that.
1: at least did that. I would think Dean Ambrose probably made short work of Bo Dallas.
0: Uh, also, in a, in the uh, category of things that are barely elaborated on, uh, King Barrett defeated R-Truth. So at least he gets so... someone a match. Yeah.
1: They just trade it back and forth. It doesn't mean anything.
0: Yeah. Uh, New Day beat the Lucha Dragons uh, with the mm-hmm. primetime players on commentary. All right. And the main event was John Cena doing his open challenge. Uh, Kevin Owens... Answered it, but Cesaro interrupted and took that oh. that opportunity. Uh, yeah, Cesaro, get in uh, there! I like that. He didn't win, it, but it he he lost via an attitude adjustment off the second row. So well, at least he needed
1: a mega attitude adjustment to beat Cesaro. But. Yeah,
0: and and Cesaro getting a main event match is also yeah, something that's you can't amazing. appreciate uh, that.
1: You know, one thing we didn't talk about on the podcast was just like that there was that tweet from Tyson Kidd that he said yeah. he showed off the you know screws in his neck. So he said 5% of people survive his injury, which I was like, whoa, how, yeah. how fucking freak accident was what happened
0: that Samoa yeah. did? Like, Could you have died in the ring that night? That's like, insane, yeah. So makes my that. choice in the second half sound way better. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, it's true. Back there. Um, uh,
1: he, and he also, I want to mention, give people a tip. I don't normally listen to Jericho's podcast. It can be kind of in mm-hmm. and out, but... His one with the Big Show is an amazing podcast. Like Big Show talks about twenty years of experience that so they both kind of share, and Big Show just is like, "Fuck it!" Like <laughs> he doesn't—he's off message all the time and just talking mm-hmm. about how much he hated doing the sumo match yeah. and uh, his first match with Hulk Hogan, like his first match ever, which mm-hmm. was against Hulk Hogan. And it's like two hours long. It's an amazing podcast.
0: Neat. Well, speaking of podcasts, uh, there's a bunch on the Laser Time Network. You should be listening to. Uh, Your Cape Crisis, which yeah. this week has a special guest. Yep,
1: da- Daniel Danielle Riendo of Polygon fame.
0: Yep, uh, there's Video Game Apocalypse, hosted by Michael Parez. I think at least one of us will be on that this week. VGA, there's Double Dragon episode, and uh, Laser Time, which you helped put together. Van- yeah, Vanity
1: Projects, yeah. about the most hubris-filled vanity projects mm-hmm. of all time, such as Chris
0: Gaines or
1: uh, uh, Battlefield Earth. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, please support all those with reviews, ratings on iTunes. Please support our Patreon, yeah. uh, patreon.com/laser time. You get a bunch of great stuff for 5 bucks You get weekly commentaries, Simpsons uh, show bonus time. Bonus time, and there we a go. And sticker every quarter. Yep, and 5 bucks more gets you a poster every quarter and commentaries on wrestling matches every other week
1: yeah we first one was daniel Bryan. well we already told y'all about it but like seriously you guys want to hear these commentaries we have a lot of fun on those and have a lot of insight into them so yeah just ten dollars a month Mm -hmm. you know you get all that stuff and you help support us and and help make our lives easier as we do this Mm full-time you know you know this it's i love doing this full time i i would just like it to be sustainable and yeah. you guys have done that and it's and it's more support helps make it more sustainable yeah. but every every dollar helps guys
0: yeah and speaking of that amazon links we've got them all around the site if uh, there's something you want to buy on that on amazon i know there's a big prime sale next week oh yeah uh, please use our links and you don't have to buy what you clicked on just buy something during that transaction
1: yep anything through those links and a little kickback comes to us and no extra cost to you yeah it just helps us out all
0: right with no further ado let's get to the second half of this episode
1: To Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling.
0: Welcome back to Cheap Popcast, episode number 53. Mm-hmm. Um, H- Henry, before we get into the mid-year awards, there was, a, of course, a, an NJPW event this this weekend. Yeah,
1: you know, New Japan has been so busy, I haven't been keeping up with it mm-hmm. uh, a ton, because they had all these Ring of Honor matches, yeah. and, uh, you know, I don't have Destination America, like a lot of humans. But <laughs> uh, So I haven't been watching the ROH shows, but apparently uh, they had an amazing, amazing Bullet Club versus Okada match oh, yeah. that... Uh, But, so, yeah, they had the Dominion show. I will admit I have not watched the main event yet. Mm -hmm. I was saving it, but uh, the main event was Okada versus AJ Styles, which is a mega rematch. I did see
0: a great gif of, like, the end of that match.
1: Uh, See, that one I haven't seen. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was doing my best to avoid gifs, but I did watch the uh, Kenny Omega match, and he lost, sadly, he lost his... uh, light heavyweight championship or super junior no, the junior heavyweight championship that's the official name he lost that to kushida but that was kind of once kushida won best of super juniors mm-hmm. it was pretty obvious he was gonna this was his time it was mm-hmm. them saying like this is kushida's time kushida had been in the time splitters with alex shelley for a very yeah. long time he's the one that wore the morning mcfly he's the Marty mcfly guy he's the one who came out in the lorian but Alex Shelley got injured and now his uh, his contract's up with New yeah. Japan, so Kushida is is a single guy, mm-hmm. and uh, he had been he had been toiling away and apparently he was supposed to win. Uh, he's been a champ before, but he was apparently supposed to win it a while ago, but he injured Kota Ibushi in a match and so it was punishment mm-hmm. for being unsafe. He yeah. he had been kind of like hanging around, but he had a match. That was an amazing. High flying match with Omega. Omega is great. I love Kenny Omega. He's yeah. he's also now my Twitter buddy, <laughs> and I've sent him compliments and saying like, "Hey, you're great." And he's like, "Thanks." Yeah. But uh, boy, we I gotta DMs. do DMs. We gotta do a Skype. Yeah, I got DMs. Uh. I should do a Skype interview with him on here. Actually. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be great. Be great. But, I, he
0: uh, had a great. Uh, there was a great spot in that match. Yeah, I that, that online.
1: Was, that's what I was gonna say. It was uh, it was shared by our buddy Jared. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was also retweeted by Kenny because he saw me retweet it. Kenny Omega's part, he basically dresses like a Terminator mm. and he has a trench coat and the glasses when he comes to the ring. Then he has the Bullet Club guys backing him up. And then the Bullet Club guys pull out a thing that we see every time we go to Hood Slam. Yeah. The yeah. slamming the mat yeah. to the... Yeah. 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 yeah, they're slamming the mat to, for the Terminator theme. And so before he does like a top rope plancha... Uh, he does the Terminator like knee one knee down time travel position, yeah. and then gets up and dives out, and it was so awesome. It's that's the type of shit like Kenny Omega, the nerdy yeah. stuff Kenny Omega pulls out that I feel like he wouldn't be allowed to do mm-hmm. in WWE. They'd be like, "That's a copywritten thing. You can only do Terminator stuff if they pay us to do it in the ring. <laughs> Don't be a nerd."
0: Yeah, how weird is it that like WWE? Had a, an official tie-in with Terminator. Yeah, the best thing Terminator-related this year was probably that over uh, Triple H's entrance. which Was just also really good. Yeah, it was but great, it, but it
1: was low. F- it was it was high. Yeah, it no, was high like, budget. Yeah, super high budget. <laughs> well, meanwhile you see like Kenny Omega. Like they probably spent more on that thing than Kenny Omega got paid for that match. I bet like, this year. Uh, but but that match was great. The mm-hmm. match is a great match and worth worth look looking up. Yeah, I hope. You know that Kenny's lost the belt. I hope he's not gone for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope he's at least in doing well. He won't be in the next tournament, but the, and also they set up the next match. Mm-hmm. Ricochet is going to be facing the winner, and Ricochet mm-hmm. is also Prince Puma mm-hmm. in in uh, Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. He is going to face Kushida next mm-hmm. at G1 Climax, I believe, the 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 finals mm-hmm. for G1 Climax, and and Ricochet is one of the best like lightweight guys in the world he he defies gravity in ways nobody like he does stuff that it reminds me of when you first saw ray mysterio like yeah. when ray mysterio was like 18 and you were just seeing him fly humans can't do that mm-hmm. no way and that's like he does the um he does a 540 centon, which mm-hmm. is a 450 you know classic 450 splash and then he spins one more night uh 180 degrees and then smashes into him, uh, like with his back.
0: So was it was Ricochet the one that was in the match that you wrote about for uh, Luch Underground? Yeah, yeah,
1: that was uh, he as Prince Puma. But mm-hmm. yes, that was him and Morrison, aka Johnny Mundo. Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, that he's they, he
1: wears a mask, I think, because he he wants to still be he's a better character with a mask anyway. Yeah. But he also wants to still be Ricochet on the on the Indies and Prince Puma on TV, mm-hmm. so he can just double up. And uh, I mean, his tats like he, yeah. he has body tattoos.
0: It's easy to tell who it is. So have you been keeping up with Lucha Underground too? Or? Relatively, yeah. relatively. I mean, I feel bad. I still have not watch that match, even though he wrote it's like the best match. One well, of the best you got to set
1: aside course. forty-five minutes for it, yeah. you know. And, and also, the preview image of it is like vampiro's ugly face so i can see <laughs> why you wouldn't want to watch it it yeah. just turns people off i'm
0: looking at it right now and it looks like he's like diarrheaing himself yeah, i know
1: vampiro speaking of jericho's books vampiro has or jericho has nothing nice to say about vampiro On uh. that he says that and he's not the only person who said that, that like maybe vampiro has cleaned up his ways but when he was wrestling with jericho in mexico mm. he he fucking hated vampiro and I just remember Vampiro for being like this scuzzy oh, yeah. this scuzzy looking dude who fought Sting and it was like Sting is way too good for you. Yeah. Way too good for I'm,
0: you. I I think I read something recently about how Vampiro was saying WCW was the worst time of my life. I hate it. I wish I'd never done it. I'm like, if you didn't do that, nobody would know who you are. No one
1: in America would have heard of you. And you probably made more money than yeah. in those years than you made any other year. And like you're way too much of a, like probably a drug addict yeah. to get hired by Vince.
0: And I, I don't know, like at that point, I like that was one of the coolest like feuds I thought Sting had, which was like, yeah, oh, a guy who's like Sting fighting mm-hmm. Sting, and who, who wasn't just like made up like the fake thing. Like this guy has been wrestling for years, like this. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You had yeah, an article I mean, look up up, about how great this match is. Well, and, yeah,
1: you can look up that it was called the new new contender for mm-hmm. match of the year. And also, I, I would say I'm gonna have a write up about this in a little bit, mm-hmm. but. The G1, Climax, uh, the G1 Climax tournament for the year is about to start. And they've already set the roster. And they've set the it. roster. They've set the, they've set the brackets. Mm-hmm. And if there was ever a time to try yeah. New Japan, uh, their online service, NJPW World, mm-hmm. and sign up for it, which you can do in English. They have an English page for it and everything. And it'll cost you 9.99 yen a month, mm-hmm. which at this point is $8.00. It's at least worth it for those two months. People paid like 160 bucks to watch every G1 yeah. event. And
0: yeah, that was like I wanted to watch it last year. I'm just like, this is way too expensive for me. And now that yeah. I know I can watch the whole thing for less than $10 because of the exchange rate. Yeah, and yeah.
1: I mean, I've been looking forward to it because like I had I watched a few G1 matches. Mm-hmm. or I'd watched some NJPW matches before G1 last year, mm-hmm. but... In the run up to G one, I was, you know, was on the way to SummerSlam. G one yeah. actually happened like the weekend before SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And so in the run up to it, I I was the most excited for wrestling I'd been in a while. Mm. And I just crammed every G one match, and the G one final was one the that would have been my match of the year from last year, I think. Mm-hmm. It would have been overall my personal match of the year. And so seeing that, uh like they they often do a lot of tag matches. Like they're they're guiltiest of ta- they're guiltier of tag matches than even WWE of mm-hmm. just like padding out tag matches like so many of their events are just one singles match that of any consequence and then a bunch of tag matches that meant to set up a singles mm-hmm. match that they'll have in a month or two mm-hmm. and it it honestly kind of like makes it boring to watch most normal shows mm-hmm. because it's just like you are know, taking turns and you're sort of setting stuff up they have tag matches instead of doing promos basically yeah. But meanwhile, G One is all singles matches. They're not title matches. So like, and also, so the world, but the world champion is in the mix, and it's all about the drama and rivalries, and it's all singles matches. Yeah. Every so every awesome dude on the roster who normally like doesn't face anybody except their one guy mm-hmm. in all these tag matches, they're facing everybody. Mm-hmm. They're trading off with everybody, and, and it, I imagine it's, even so-
0: like the world title guy has it's to world lose, title guy has to in lose there. a few times like nobody yeah. goes to this thing under feet I,
1: yeah that was a big deal last year that uh aj lost a couple matches on yeah. it and uh ended up as the runner up and faced mm. tanahashi lost to tanahashi and then jeff jarrett turned on tanahashi at the end and hit him with uh, the guitar mm. And that's when they announced how jeff jarrett is working with the bullet club mm-hmm. and whatever that, that ended up being sucky but <laughs> now he's
0: and, uh working with tna again anyway yeah the short version we'll we'll
1: talk about that in a <laughs> second but the short version is just uh, of the article I'm going to be doing soon. Get New Japan World now yeah. and watch the G1 Climax. Like that is a great, that is a great start for the year. It's it's G1 Climax is is the best tournament in wrestling mm-hmm. every year because every match is real. It's not like a it's not a three minute match like you see wrest- when WWE does a tournament. Oh yeah, like they just did with King of the Ring. Only like two matches were of any real length. It doesn't look like hard fought, and yeah. and it is a points system, and it's like this weird round robin tournament. Like Japan loves their charts and yeah. all this stuff. They it's not like WWE super simplified tournaments are like. Look, here's eight guys, the brackets. It's it works yeah. the same as March Madness bracket. We don't want to complicate it, but not that way in New Japan. It yeah. is just so you'll just see some of the best matches last year were from that. They like there was an Okada AJ match, was amazing Styles. Uh, Suzuki was an amazing match. The main event, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Okada, best match of the year last year. So many
0: fantastic matches in the G1 tournament. Hmm. We'll move on to the actual our, our half year awards, uh, and I guess Henry, we'll, we'll start with match of the year. And does uh, does that match from? Lucha Underground, your match, or that, you said it was a contender. Yeah. But what, what is your what is your match? Of if match I have here, to
1: pick one right now, looking at this uh, a I, list of these things, I, I, I listed
0: mine, which are all WWE. Yeah. Cause so from New Japan, the
1: New Japan, the match of the potential match of the year I saw. And now remember, nothing from this
0: week counts. No, because, nothing from this yeah, week. Yeah, we're only be, counting in the uh, months beforehand, yeah, January first to June thirty.
1: Uh, so a uh, good standout from New Japan was AJ Styles versus Kota Ibushi. Mm-hmm. As a very very good match that had a dramatic ending that also involved Kenny Omega. Like, uh-huh. It was really good. <laughs> Kenny Omega actually like cried in the, during that match because him and Kota Ibushi have a long mm-hmm. history, and he screws he make he he cost Ibushi the match, and he feels really sad about it. But he has to help out his Bullet Club bros. <laughs> uh, but so that was a very good match, but. My favorite New Japan match of the year is Ishii versus Honma. Okay. Uh, so this was for the vacant never title. And they had like one of the hardest hitting brutalist like we're giving each other concussions mm-hmm. matches of all time. And it was uncomfortable to watch, honestly, but it was a great, great match. Honma has this headbutt that misses oh, yeah. half the time, the Kokeshi headbutt.
0: He was the it, one, like, didn't he lose all of his uh, G1
1: matches? Yes, yeah. yeah. But the audience loves him. He's a yeah. lovable loser. And so this was him going for the Never title. I don't think he's ever had a title. Mm-hmm. And Hanma also, like, you rarely hear him speak in on the shows because mm-hmm. they don't really do interviews and yeah. stuff. But Hanma has a voice like this. I am Hanma or Watachiwa Hanma. But instead, it's because, like, in his he had some like hardcore matches before mm-hmm. new japan he busted his trachea oh, like Jesus. it's just a crushed trachea and so he's like this lovable loser everybody wants to see win and he got so close to beating ishii the stone Pitbull, mm-hmm. and they're doing these they're just doing these moves over and over they're just like oh please yeah. this match has to end like you're it's <laughs> it's exhausting in the way that like uh the mania 25 yeah HBK mansion and, and Hanma does a top rope headbutt, Kokeshi headbutt to the outside. Jesus! It at least hit, but it was one of those things like, please, I know what you think, dude, yeah. but Hanma, stop, yeah. please. And he also has the classic like bladed up head you don't really see anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but also the Ishi is just a really great. He's a great bad guy too, and it set up some more Ishi mak- Makabe matches. Mm. uh, Anyway, that that match like lasted twenty minutes, and it also shocked me. Like I'd never seen. There were my favorite guys in New Japan up to that point: Styles, Okada, Nakamura, Tanahashi. But I hadn't really appreciated too many of the guys outside of the top four. Mm-hmm. Then to see this match between Ishi and Hanma for a secondary title, or even like really the tertiary title, mm. they pulled out all these stops. It was. It reminded me of a classic mid card main event from like WCW. It was it was just so good and and so great because you didn't think like the comedy headbutt guy against the squat tough guy would be the would be such an incredible yeah. match and it really is. So look at it it was from February, Hanma and Ishii for the Never Championship, for the Vacant Never Championship. Like, that's my top New Japan match of the year, I'd right. say. Not that Kenny Omega did not mm-hmm. have an amazing match. Like, he had a really good one with Alex Shelley. Yeah. I'm sure that his match with Koshida would be on this list if it wasn't past, uh, past the date. Though, also, looking at this list, I have to say, Sasha Becky Lynch uh. was so good. So goddamn good. I really was, as was Cena. I mean, Cena Owens one and two were both great. Reigns Lesnar was good, but I think really just more eventful. Mm-hmm. is was, was a good story in the ring, not the best wrestling. Well, meanwhile, Cena Rollins Lesnar, like I think that made Rollins into like I think after that performance they said, yeah, you'll be the you'll be the champ. You yeah, should, you should win this.
0: I that's my I think my choice for match of the year is at the Royal Rumble yeah. uh, Seth Rollins versus John Cena versus Brock Lesnar I because you know like Cena's matches with Brock Lesnar were good but they were kind of one-sided so far mm-hmm. uh, Seth Rollins you didn't know how he would fare in a match like that but like he busted out the Phoenix Splash for the first time <sighs> in that know, match
1: yeah. and and the storytelling was so good that it was just like he hits that Phoenix splash. And he thinks I've won it, and yeah. then Brock grabs him immediately. Yeah. He that was so great, yeah. like, and he takes he takes suplexes perfectly from Brock. Mm. Like it, it was such. You know what? Yeah, talking about it, mm-hmm. I think as good as the as good as the hour long match with Mundo Man. and and Prince Puma was, and also the um, deadly consequences casket match yeah. too between Phoenix and uh, Muerte. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. th- those were. Those were both fantastic Luciano Ground matches, and there yeah. were many more. There was also the Trios Championship match that was amazing. I think I do still have to give it to Cena, Rollins, Lesnar. Like, uh-huh. I think that was – and Cena held his own in that, and that Rollins – he can fly, basically. Uh-huh. And he got caught in like, – didn't he get caught in a flying F5 even? Like, yeah. Ugh. And I miss, I, miss the, I miss the curb stomp, too. Yeah, But Sasha and Charlotte, <laughs> I think, would actually be my second, yeah. honestly. I mean Sasha and Becky, not Sasha and. Sharon. Yeah,
0: that was that was pretty amazing. So moving on to wrestler of the year uh, of some of the nominees I've put down are Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, uh, Adrian Neville, uh, Cesaro, and I'm sure you have some New Japan nominees. But... Well,
1: there's no New Japan standout that's better than they usually. I mean Nakamura is great, though yeah. he only like wrestled in three singles matches, mm-hmm. but he was great in all of them. He faced he faced Kota Ibushi at the. Uh, Match of the year, or at the New Japan event, we all watched the mm-hmm. one with Jr. And then he also he wrestled Hiroki Goto mm-hmm. and uh, and put over Goto. But and then he had some uh, ro- um Ring of Honor matches I've yet to see. But uh he's always great. I just haven't seen much that of him this year. That's like, oh, he's had a great year. So yeah. it it just feels unfair to give him like the great year signature. If I had to say Avery from New Japan is had a great year, I. Uh, this could be favoritism. I do think Kenny Omega has had an amazing year as has Kota Ibushi though. He actually, I haven't seen much of Kota since his big match with styles, but he won the, uh, the new year tournament and he he had a fantastic match with Styles. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Kota Ibushi as the, my one new Japan pick of the year so far.
0: Well, I wasn't thinking about it when I, uh, when I made that, that list, but I'm actually going to say Dean Ambrose. I think that they've cut out like he's not quite as stupid as he was last year, where he would he he lost via getting electrocuted by a TV. Yeah, and I think he was a great first. Well, actually, no, Seth's first feud was against Randy Orton, but what? I think I think his matches against Seth Rollins were great, and actually had the mistake of he, like Seth possibly could lose, even though he shouldn't, because it's way too early in his reign. Like I, I really liked their their way match where they had that one spot with the shield uh, reuniting for a second.
1: That was great. I think Dean at least fixed himself some though I'm also worried that based on what's happening on TV now they're like well you're not in the main event picture anymore so we're just going to have you written like a doofus again. Mm -hmm. I'm really worried that when he's not in the main event that then he becomes the biggest moron in the
0: world. Yeah well I mean yeah I don't know what what they actually have in store for him for Mm -hmm. like SummerSlam and all that but yeah I I thought like he had two matches against Dean Ambrose that were both really good. I think the second one was a bit long. You beat him with Rollins, right? The, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Ambrose Rollins, like that 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 first match where like they did the Dusty Finish, and yeah, I feel like it was kind of a test bed for can this guy be another main eventer, mm-hmm. and made, I think it proved he he could. I think he proved, yeah, yeah. I think he did. And then that that you know the ladder match, which again, pretty good uh, as far as those matches go. He, he's taken some serious bumps this year. Like during that ladder match, all those uh power bombs into the barricade and then the WrestleMania match, which I thought was one of the better matches that night where he got power bombed onto the the, the, ladder. ladder. And then that led to a great match with uh, Luke, Luke Harper, which by the way, I know, I know, um, big red got Eric Mm
1: -hmm. Rowan got hurt, but, Where the fuck's Harper, man? Like he's,
0: he had some, he's he's had some good matches against Cesaro in the last month, but they've been the, on the B shows see, or the C shows. Actually, that fucking sucks. On like Smackdown.
1: Luke Harper is one of the again, he's he's like Southern Fried Cesaro. They're yeah. both. Luke Harper is one of the best guys they have. His disc is clothesline. Yeah. Like he's he is such a great big guy who can just who can fly if he needs to, and he'd be so good. And yeah. give him like Big Show's role or Kane's yeah. role. Like he'd be he should be the enforcer for the Authority, not. Mm not your dad in short and Mm -hmm. his khakis like, but anyway, yeah, my pick, like I said, the new Japan guys were good. Prince Puma is doing great Mm -hmm. too, as is um, Drago or Drago Mm -hmm. from, from loose underground. He did very well as well. I got to personally give it to Owens, Kevin Mm -hmm. Owens, because he is the best bad guy ever. Like he is so good. When we saw him in person, even though he couldn't wrestle, the whole audience hated him. And like, he, he seems like one of the guys who can actually go off script instead of, like, talking like a doofus. Mm-hmm. He can just say, you know, this is stupid. Like, I'm not going to say a dumb insult. Yeah. I'm going to say what would actually hurt John Cena's feelings, which mm-hmm. is, dumb kids love you and you suck. Like, yeah. or you're going to, oh, you're going to paint me as the evil foreigner, right? Okay. La cheville, mm-hmm. And he just starts breaking out his a Québécois. Yeah, And I loved that. Yeah. Like, he... He seems to be protective enough to not be written like a doofus. Yeah. And then on top of that, he's first match a clean, one hundred percent clean, no cheating win against John Cena. And yeah. and he breaks out moves you never see. Mm-hmm. And he it was just incredible. Like his rise to the top, he won the title. He starts the year by winning the title off Sami Zayn mm-hmm. two months to the day. Yeah. Uh, on it and he had been great in the ring the promise of all the guys he could feud with in NXT made NXT so exciting seeing him and Samoa Joe in the ring together like that was incredible Mm -hmm. and and that like the 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 biggest most threatening guy is a guy who wrestles in a t-shirt and like basketball shorts and is this fat dude with a neck beard (laughs) but he's so good at being detestable it's just yeah I I love it he's he is the best bad guy, but I also like I don't want to wear his shirt because I'm like, you're too good at being evil to want me to wear your shirt. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna buy your shirt. <laughs> I, I'm gonna wear the shirt of your opponent and hope hope that Sami Zayn finally gets his comeuppance mm-hmm. on you. And I really really hope that happens. I hope <laughs> this isn't like. They're both such big wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. I could see them doing like Tommy Dreamer and Raven is their thing. And if that's the case, and Sammy will win one match in like two years, and mm-hmm. that's the end of it. Like he'll Tommy Dreamer never beat Raven yeah. until that last match. So that, I'm I'm talking about classic ECW, not like when Raven was on Sunday Night Heat and lost <laughs> to Tommy Dreamer. That doesn't count. Uh, so moving on to the next. Oh, but wait, who's your oh, favorite of the year?
0: I don't think you named it. Um, uh, Dean Ambrose. All right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That was really your pick. I don't. I. I All right. I, I mm-hmm. liked how he. I think he re- rehabilitated himself a lot yeah. this year. Um, and I have to say, uh, if we had a most improved category, like
1: I would say, Reigns. Like mm-hmm. honestly, Roman yeah. Reigns from from where he was in Royal Rumble time, like they, yeah, they knew the project was make this guy better, and
0: they have. Yeah. Like I mean, like I'm very close to putting Reigns and lesnar as my match of the year just because that was such a from a perspective of this is gonna suck before the match started i was like this is the second coming of john cena against the rock part two which i was at and i'm like i'm not looking forward to this it's such a predetermined conclusion and these guys aren't gonna be able to like they're not gonna be able to have the match that i think someone else could have in this spot but then they had a match that only they could have together the ending was great actually believing like the, the buildup that, that Reigns had to almost winning was amazing. Yeah, yeah it really and, was. And then that out-of-left-field uh, the cash-in, which... And it has the promise yeah. of, like, Reigns could do this.
1: Yeah. Wow. And it's kind of hard-earned, though the audience was still booing because they're like, this is how know would win this match. This would be right when he gets his comeback. Oh, yeah. man. And that was also booked perfectly to know when the audience would think they're going to be given a comeback. And then out comes Rollins yeah. to do what he had to do, like... I I oh
0: yeah, and then, he mo- had, and then he had the best match the big shows had in years. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah,
1: and and before that is Daniel Bryan match. Great, mm-hmm. like he's Reigns is putting in the work. Reigns mm-hmm. is put and he was great in that triple threat match. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, also I wanted to say best moment of the mm-hmm. year might be the mega RKO like that had to be yeah. the best Evan Bourne in, mm-hmm. the RKO Evan Bourne got hit with might be better technically, but I mean that was from. That was from a you know a top rope spot. Yeah. The he Rollins jumped in the air off of uh, off of Randy's shoulders.
0: Yeah, like that 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 entire entire weekend mm-hmm. was like full of like oh my god that just happened. That was probably up there with Tommy doing the GTS yeah. with like. Everyone just standing up and screaming at the top of their lungs, like even more than the like the NWO stuff, the Mm. DX stuff, and like the main event itself. I think like the amount that we yelled for that was yeah, that GTS, that
1: GTS, like well, those had two different reactions. Mm. The GTS for me had the reaction of oh, they tease it, it'll never happen. Mm. Oh, it did happen. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, the Rollins one was just like I never imagined it Mm -hmm. would happen, and so. I just love that when they save a new style of RKO, I mean, he still totally stole that from DDP. Like, Mm -hmm. the diamond cutter was, it can come out of nowhere, bang! And that's where the RKO, the RKO out of nowhere works the exact same. Yeah.
0: uh, so next category is best return or debut. So this can be a call-up or it can be an NXT debut or mm. you know elsewhere, someone uh, returning or debuting. Uh, the Some of the nominees I put down were Samoa Joe, uh, Neville, Kalisto, and Sheamus. And my, mm. my choice is actually going to be Kalisto because that Raw, I don't think anyone saw him coming. Yeah. And ha- he had a great match. I think it was the... I don't know if it was a four way or it was, it was a four way. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, the the amount of like amazing moves that he did, I think with Cesaro during that match, kind yeah, of caught people by surprise. And it's sad that they haven't really. It's such up a on bummer
1: that. that he hasn't really done
0: much. They honestly, it. they should have won the tag team titles. I love, I yeah. love the primetime players. They're probably my favorite but, tag team. Yeah, but it was I, overdue. Yeah, and but just like what Kalisto was doing first during his first few matches was just like uh, amazing.
1: And I wonder if the primetime players were giving it. Also, to like
0: the dad of the year stuff. Well,
1: I think it was the dad of the year stuff and the glad award stuff made like though. Also, uh, in the year uh, earlier in the year, Darren Young caused a PR stink for them Mm. because he he either just chose not to go or couldn't go Mm. on their Saudi Arabia trip because like openly gay. Like that's technically a crime here. And so. He said – so he spoke out and was like, well, I guess I won't – I'm glad they're helping out or they're going mm. to this country that has such hateful policies or whatever, yeah. and WWE didn't like that. And and uh, so then uh, – where was I? Oh, yeah. So then uh, the other people said, well, wait, if you – if some of your people can't go to mm. a country to perform because they will be killed or arrested, are you sure you shouldn't go to that country then? Mm. Maybe that's – maybe – but yeah. – but, I mean, they have such great fans in Saudi Arabia. It would seem like this is no knock on Saudi Arabia, but the government maybe yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was I think they gave it to them too, just so they could say like people wouldn't look at them and say, well wait, you never made these these two these two African American." guys on this tag team we're a tag team for years mm. and they never won the title yeah never? i think like it,
0: it was a good hand sort of thing where like you guys have been around for a while mm. you're, you're really you're getting you're at like your most popular all right now we'll pull the trigger kind of yeah. like what they did with ryback too where it's like yeah have been you've Ugh. been around for so long and you're popular and you've stayed popular so now we'll give you that title yeah uh, I mean, the, kind of what I'm hoping ha- happens with Naomi, but probably won't until like October or November when they pass 300 days.
1: I don't know what the fuck they're doing with the divas, man. Yeah. It makes no goddamn sense. Like, yeah. it's again why I don't want like Sasha and Charlotte up there because they're just going to be written so inconsistently. They'll probably just say like, "You stole my shoes." No, yeah. Yeah. and then <laughs> two weeks later, she's like. I stole your shoes on purpose. Yeah. Just, <laughs> now well, I'm the bad girl. They're all crazy, but okay. Biggest return. My best return would go to or debut would be Samoa Joe yeah. because it did. I went crazy for it. Like it's Samoa Joe. It had been rumored for a long time, but it also seemed like Samoa Joe was still getting booked on shows. Like yeah. he was still, he was still getting to do events.
0: And I think I had that spoiled for me, but like you thought you, I I um, watched on the,
1: delay, but I did not touch Twitter. Yeah. Because I knew it would be mm-hmm. and yeah Samojo so it wasn't just the shock of seeing Samojo there because I did have a feeling he'd mm-hmm. show up eventually because he's Triple H w- would let him in yeah. Vince wouldn't because he made a name for himself somewhere other than the WWE but Vince would but Shane, Triple H would let him in but I was sure he wouldn't get to keep his name. Nobody in NXT gets to keep their name yeah they've all had to change it, but he didn't he was Samojo in a Samojo shirt. Mm-hmm. And he it wasn't one of those things of like, it's Samoa Joe, now known as John Joseph or whatever. <laughs> he, was, he was just fucking Samoa Joe, yeah. staring down Kevin Owens. And it was this awesome moment of just, the story was Kevin Owens was saying like, I'm the biggest fish there is. Yeah. I'm the toughest, strongest guy. I have all this experience and I, I can't be beat. And then out comes a guy who's bigger than him. Mm tougher than him and more experience than him to stare him down. And that's an amazing moment. Like just seeing that is, is fantastic. Yeah. And, and they're down. And then also Kevin Owens reaction to like, he says, I don't need this fight now. No way yeah. leaves. Everybody's <laughs> calling him a wuss. He comes back out and pretends like he's about to fight him. And then like leaves again, like <laughs> such a great dick move. Like, so yeah, I haven't been keeping up much with what Joe was doing in NXT after that, but that premiere was
0: incredible. Uh, So the final category, which may be the toughest, uh, and hopefully one that we don't have to talk about at the end of the year because there won't be additional insurance, is the saddest injury or departure. Uh Uh, So some of the nominees I have down are uh, AJ Lee, Daniel Bryan, Hideo Tommy, Sami Zayn, and Tyson Kidd. And I think the last one is the one that gets my vote, Tyson Kidd. Uh I mean, it's one they didn't didn't really play up. They've kind of hidden, but it seems to be super serious. He, like, suffered a freak injury against... um, like uh, yeah, Samoa Joe, which just is also sad buster, for yeah. sad for Joe too. Like, but they apparently Joe's not going to get punished for. It, but yeah, Tyson they said it was a free yeah.
1: thing. Like he's been doing the Muscle Buster for a decade, yeah. and it's not injured people with it. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, but Tyson Kidd, who just had like a great first half of the year, teaming with Cesaro, they both basically made lemonade made their, out of lemons. Yeah, with, they, with
1: that. Well, come on, if we're talking in wrestling parlance, we'd say what JR says: chicken shout shall- yeah. out of chicken shit.
0: But yeah, like they've had such great you know matches with, also, with like, like the Natalia new day is and,
1: backing him up so well too yeah
0: they were like finally hitting their zenith and like i love their entrance where like <laughs> uh, they do like a kamehameha into each other and just you know stuff yeah. like they were really growing as a tag team that had only been together for like 5 months around the time that yeah. the injury happened and then he's going to be out for well like at least, the, uh, a, year. Like at least I mean, a year he at- got the he got the stone cold
1: edge surgery yeah. like it was the the neck fusion that's yeah. a long time which and- also
0: kind of like they forced Stone Cold to become like more of a brawler. Yeah. Edge, like I don't remember him being such a high flyer after. No, like, in I the mean, last few years well, yeah, no career. way was. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't. Yeah. I
1: mean, he still took. He still took some nasty bumps. Yeah, he, he would, but uh, but then, not after, as bad. Yeah,
0: and once you have that surgery, you're on borrowed time. Yeah, you you have years. You have a yeah. number of years left. And like a, for Kid, it's like he's. I think he's probably turning like 34, 35. So mm-hmm. he's probably got two or three years left where he can still wrestle the way. He he does mm-hmm. and he's finally at that point where he's like he's ready to break through he's I think he did he had another injury like about a year or two yeah, ago like a, a knee injury or something yeah, yeah. and he was like he was, he was rehabilitating himself and like finally creating a character in NXT and then that finally worked that into like have, being entertaining with Natalia on <laughs> yeah. WWE and then oh, they formed man. this tag team and yeah just when everything is finally like hitting on all cylinders mm. injury
1: yeah his cat i loved his cat lover thing yeah it was so good that he's like he on mm-hmm. uh, nxt he was saying like i'm gonna i'm gonna win this and then i'm gonna replace my fellow canadian sarah mclaughlin as the head as the mm-hmm. spokesperson the aspca yeah and like uh, he's facetiming with his cat at least now he's you know at least he has his cats he can yeah. be him and Natalia can be around their cats all the time
0: and, and like the jerk boyfriend or husband. I don't generally like that angle. Like ignoring uh, Natalia for like, can I, I have to call my cat. I have to call the, I have to call the cat sitter or like (laughs) high-fiving Cesaro. Like when Natalia was like right between them, Yeah. stuff like that. And then of course, like they, kind of pushed that away and it was still a great it was, it was still written, a great trio
1: it was written very inconsistently with him, him as the bad husband stuff yeah. but
0: but I think it was yeah. Survivor Series where he's like he's like tweeting about how great a manager he is of the women's team oh, like yeah. just like taking selfies at ringside it was so great yeah, like finally it, developing real character and then
1: yeah and then him and, and it'll just be it feels like when he comes back he'll just be at square one again like he all this momentum yeah. lost and I hope they do something with Cesaro too but yeah and also, same with Natalia. Like Natalia was doing great. I was loving her outfits, her body be yeah. banging. Like she was, <laughs> she was looking great. And then she just had to get like, she probably won't be on the road. She'll probably just be at home with her her husband, you know. Uh, but there just were so many yeah. fucking injuries this year. Like, I mean, Zayn hurt. Yeah. Zane really hurts, especially because. Mm. It happened at his greatest moment. No, being introduced in your hometown mm-hmm. to to wrestle in the John Cena and getting introduced by Bret Hart, yeah, like that's a dream come true. A dream come true. And the audience loved him, mm-hmm. and then like to injure yourself. He got him too much excitement, <laughs> but it was like this nagging shoulder thing, yeah. and and same with the Tommy. That was such a bummer, especially because he did he did the he did the GTS. It was so great, but I, it has to be Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I can't. It hurts too much, honestly. Yeah. Like It just is too much. When Daniel Bryan, like quick history here, Daniel Bryan had a his strange injury. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he was going to be gone forever, and they made a big deal on the Raw. This was actually at the end of last year. Yeah. He comes out for the Raw, and it's on the same night as Edge, and they're reminding you of Edge's retirement. Yeah. And he comes out to give the retirement speech. He's giving it. And then he says, that's not what I'm doing today. I'm going to be in the Royal Rumble. I've cleared to compete. And he's like, yeah, he made it. You made it. You mm-hmm. made it back. Yay. And and even though I felt he should have won the Royal Rumble, though now looking back, Probably it's smart idea. a good thing he didn't. But he was going to... Then he got the IC title. And I was like, wow, this is... Him being in the World Championship match would have been better, but him having a great run of fantastic matches to elevate the IC championship. Finally, this is what I want. Yeah. Yay. Then we get one night of that. You mm-hmm. get one night of that with him facing Ziggler yeah. and defending his title in a, a fantastic match. Uh, and then the next night on SmackDown, he takes a real bad concussion and and he busts open his head. It was mm-hmm. bad and then he had to retire of vague injuries mm. and the stories as they say it behind the scenes is he has a real bad concussion mm. like the career ending concussion. Brett Hart had Brett says he's going through a similar thing now and like Brian I think would never want to admit it. Yeah, but the way they test for concussions now if it's that bad, they won't let
0: him wrestle yeah.
1: he'll never wrestle again. He maybe can write out his contract at WWE. I mean, they're and giving him stuff get, to
0: do. He's still yeah. doing, like, tough enough. But yeah, it does seem like they they made uh, uh, Corey Graves and NXT retire because of concussions. Yeah. Christian had a concussion last year, and they mm. never just put him back on TV as a wrestler. Yeah. So that that, that it seems like the same kind of thing, where it's like, we're just going to quietly – we're not going to have a big retirement for you. It's just going to be, like – Yeah, but it would also be anymore.
1: too heartbreaking, and yeah. they're left in this situation where, like, yeah, there's a book coming out this this month. like. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's uh, probably also... What, what, I'll like, review for that But yeah, they, they, he's got to be visible. Yeah. And also, if he's retired, like people don't want to read the book about his retirement. And also, like his retirement should be in the book. The yeah. book actually ends before his life falls apart. Oh, it geez. ends It ends with his father's death. And that's that follows the week mm. after his greatest triumph. It does not go even farther into mm. that with his unfortunate injuries and all the other awful things. But, mm. But yeah, just the double heartbreak of like, we get Brian back for like three months and then... Taken away again, perhaps forever, and then he has to give up the IC championship, and then the IC championship is like nothing now, mm. like it's a dirt uh, again. The Ryback is uh he's uh. all right. <laughs> also, if we had one for like wasted potential, mm. it would be Damian Mizdow. Like yeah, that man, was sad. he was on fire. He
0: should, yeah, he, I mean, he should have won that WrestleMania match, the WrestleMania yeah. the Battle Royal. Instead of uh, having the big show win, when yeah. he didn't even in, even in his retiring. I thought, I, I thought if the next night he would have retired, like, all right, that's an acceptable way for the big show to go out. But mm-hmm. now he's like, he's slumming in on uh, the C shows as well as part as of as the Mega Powers uh, oh cosplay God, team. Oh, yeah. Which the worst. Is still around for some reason. Poor
1: Mizdow. Yeah. Well, well, at least he got a little time up there. But yeah, anyway... Daniel Bryan, double heartbreak of, yeah. like, losing him again after thinking he was back. And then the IC championship also getting sullied mm-hmm. at the same time. Just no good.
0: No good. All right. So, well, speaking of departures, uh, that's going to do it for this episode. of uh, Ch- The IC title match at the uh, Elimination uh, Chamber was the worst match. Yeah, the year, I put I a worst match of the year, but I couldn't think of any other contenders. I mean, now, of I'm David's sure matches, there was but... just,
1: like, a SmackDown match we didn't see that was horrendous. Yeah. But, it was just a clusterfuck of talented people. And then that it followed up with like Ryback winning to be a doofus for mm-hmm. a while. Ugh. And then also, uh, Seamus money in a bank. Ugh, I totally forgot that. Like eh. I'm kind of turned off to WWE <laughs> at the moment. Other than what Kevin Owens does kind of de- turned off to it. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway. And the title picture is good. It's just that there's like outliers here and there that aren't great. It's a, uh, it's, I see the glasses half full. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but th- this episode is not half full. It's, Totally full <laughs> or empty, depending. Uh, there's no more of it left, basically, is what I'm saying. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening and uh, leaving five-star reviews on iTunes, uh, rating on iTunes, all that good stuff. Please support our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash lasertime. Uh, if you donate at the $10 level, you can get commentaries for wrestling matches that you and I, Henry, are on, and Chris is on uh, one of them. So far, we've done... Uh, John Cena versus Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam 2013. We have one coming up. SummerSlam 2002. HBK versus versus Triple H. Shawn Michaels' return match after four years away. Great match out that I was there live to see. So there's some more of that stuff where I talk about actually being there for it. <laughs> Uh, pointing out my friends in the audience and, uh, and
1: yeah and you can only listen to that if you're if you pledge ten dollars or more a month and you get other stuff like the Talking Simpsons podcast, yeah. our bonus time mm-hmm.
0: and uh yeah just so Monday and, and you'll get a
1: poster uh Money Night Movies and a poster
0: and sticker for ten dollars more yeah. a month like yeah 20. we I, we're packing the stuff with a lot of value yeah. so hopefully you And I mean we've had and thanks
1: again for all the people who are patrons yeah. already. Over nine hundred. Yeah, over nine hundred Ah, uh, so good, and yeah, and that we're closing in on eight thousand yeah. dollars a month. Like it's been really uh, flattering. Yeah, it's very flattering. It, I don't know what to do with Humbley. all this positivity. Yeah. I need to need to clap. Yeah. Yeah. Pay. Cheap podcast yes.
0: uh, yeah. dang it those both work yeah we're like Bo Dallas in the new <laughs> day right now. We, we can't quite get the clap right uh, uh um, oh but also listen this week's laser time
1: I uh was kind of MC and host and planner uh-huh. of it it was about the vanity projects the worst vanity projects mm-hmm. called you're so vain is the name of the episode but it's uh you know Battlefield Earth Chris Gaines mm-hmm after earth entourage all that gets talked about and it was i half edited it as well because ah. chris was stranded without internet in uh, in florida mm-hmm. and he like uploaded the he, uh, uploaded the tracks on, like from uh, sitting outside of a <laughs> coffee shop. You'll you'll yeah. hear more about that on bonus time this week. Ah. Uh, or you have heard it. I, I don't know
0: what order you're hearing this. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, this week on Cape Crisis, uh, I'm hoping uh, she will show up will. and we'll have a special guest. <laughs> we have a special guest on this week's episode.
0: Video Game Apocalypse, uh, I'm sure one if not both of us will be on that i think so and uh, what was the most recent vg empire double dragon yeah really double good dragon, episode yeah. and we've uh, recorded a couple of good ones coming up ooh, too i'm excited i look forward to those and hope you look forward to the next episode of cheap podcast which we'll have up around uh battleground yeah battleground which hopefully will be better than the last two years it's kind of the cursed name
1: <laughs> yeah well i mean you got a brock lesnar main event it that's can't true that bad
0: all right so we will see you then but uh, we'll see you next week. If you have the commentary, uh, $10 Patreon donation. Bye-bye.